0: well hello and welcome back to the second episode of rough sketch to final draft i am your host coach adam and we are continuing on with the topic of mindset over materialism in today's episode we'll be talking about mindset in a deeper way and we're going to dive into a couple of key perceptions and topics um, just want to go ahead and thank you again For tuning back in. This is the second episode as we're moving forward on this new journey, this new podcast, and we welcome everyone who is hopping on for the first time now and in the future. And of course, please take a look at the social links afterwards, as this is a kind of a grass movement and growth in that process. So please take a look at the uh, Instagram, the growing YouTube channel. And uh, if you're on the podcast, then we invite you, of course, to take a look at all the other opportunities. We will have merch soon. If you're on the video you get a chance to see the shirt that i'm actually wearing today this is a rough sketch to final draft and of course because it's the second episode we're going to go ahead and explain once more the rough sketch to final draft is the rs2fd which is just the basic understanding of how life is a rough sketch and we are continually working towards our final draft ties directly into the idea about managing a mindset a mindset for a healthy life a healthy mindset. A healthy body and a healthy soul are all going to be conducive to the idea of not stressing out and pressuring ourselves with the journey that we all find ourselves on, which is every single day we're back at the rough draft portions of our lives. We're striving towards the final draft, and we really do stress ourselves out daily, weekly, yearly, again and again, decade after decade, about the idea that it has to be perfect, that it has to be the perfect final draft. And I'll be honest, in the truest sense of having gone through many ups and downs in my own personal life and personal experience, and the amazing guest that we had on uh, for last week started this whole entire epic journey off with the amazing Lulu Lee, is that it's a humbling aspect in the fact that we'll go through ups and downs many times, that we will get to a spot where we publish our quote unquote final draft and we really understand that it wasn't finished with the editing, that there really was more back that we needed to come back to the table, sit down, redraft it fix a sentence structure, put the edits in there, add the columns where they need to go, add a sentence here and there, expound upon that particular point in time in our life in a better way. So we're really never done. So that's why it's actually a great breath of fresh air. Just to breathe it out and to really understand that life is a process and we're supposed to fall in love with the actual process. It may take years. It may take weeks. It may take a few days. Everyone's on their journey in their own path. And remember, as a mindset reminder, we are in competition with only ourselves from the day before, never with others. We're allowed to look over our shoulders and look at what others are doing. It might be something that inspires us to go in a new trajectory, in a new direction, in a new goal-oriented focus and transition towards going after new things because it's excited us and it stands out to us as something that we would like to go add to our list of experiences in this journey that we call life. At the same time, you're never in competition with another. You're only ever in competition with yourself from the day before. And as long as we are trying to be better for ourselves and be a better version of ourselves than we were days ago, weeks ago, years ago, then we're on the right track. It ties right into our episode topic for today. And of course, normally these will run close to about an hour and 20 minutes whenever there's a guest on, which is every other week. And then there will be in between those just an episode with us, just you and me, as we get a chance to listen and think and uh, expound upon some of these deeper thoughts. And of course, if you're finding yourself here for the first time, I welcome you. And there's nothing in this universe that's ever an accident there's no coincidences if you're here you're here for a reason and i hope that any of the things that we share in these podcasts and these these chats and these explorations of ideas really land with you and that they are nuggets that you can take home with you at the end of the day so in the sense of actually diving into our topic in the deep end today just kind of starting right off when we're changing our mindsets and we're really thinking about the focus of where we want to be in our lives, especially as a life coach, and as I actually do talks in front of men's groups and things like that and church groups and so on and so forth throughout um my life and my my career, when we really want to change our life, what we have to do is we have to start at the beginning, and that's with the way of changing the way we think. Our perception is everything in this whole entire experience of this 3d matrix that we call life and the experiential level of things it is a projection it is a understanding that in life what we see is more of what we are than anything else what you see out there is always a reflection of what you are internally and that's a really hard one to hit with right from the get-go so i want to start right we're diving in the deep end to understand that unpack that thought process because it's true even in the sense of any of us that might be tuning in that are working on their manifestations and they're working on saying their decrees saying their manifestations um, for what they want to the universe on a regular basis you have to humble yourself and understand that one of the reasons why what might be holding you back from actually receiving the manifestations that you're working on sending out there to bring into your life maybe love, happiness, success, career, travel, whatever it might be, is that we actually attract into our universes what we are, not just what we want. So you might want all these fantastic things. And you keep saying to the universe, why am I not getting what I want? I want this. I want this. I want this. You're attracting what you are. So what's the trick? What's the life hack? How do you actually overcome this? What takes place there? The truth is we attract better things into our life by becoming more attractive. And this has nothing to do with looks. This has nothing to do with the outer show. The outer show matters. Of course it does. We have to keep care of this vehicle that we're in. We have to keep it fed. We have to keep it watered. We have to keep it well slept, keep it in good shape for the most part so that I actually continue on for another hundred plus years. None of us are um, hoping to be done with this life by tomorrow especially if you're sending out manifestations for success and love and happiness i would imagine that we're all genuinely looking for the ability to share life and love and happiness and wealth and health with people for 20 30 40 years of happiness and pass it on to our generations in any what capacity that you want families or no families so in that regard we have to at least keep in mind that whatever we're actually trying to bring into our lives is going to be there for a while So by us becoming more attractive, and that's more positive, right? We're thinking literally in in actual physics terms, more positive, like the positive end of a magnet, positive-minded, positive outlook, positive perception, positive perception. These things matter. And when we actually really harness those, focus those, and direct those out into our lives, what ends up? getting sent back to us is going to resonate at that same frequency of positivity so by becoming more attractive more positive in that regard you will then attract what you are sending out and it's not just the desire right that's what sometimes isn't taught by individuals that are working on manifestations and spiritual healings and things like that it really comes down to the fact that when you really are starting to embody what it is that you would like for the universe out there the call goes out and it's actually in a positive alignment to what you want to achieve in life, then that's actually how you'll start to receive that same exact positivity back. You can't get positivity from a negative mindset. It's just not going to happen. It's like trying to get blood from a stone. It will never work, right? So in that sense also, when it comes down to love and relationships, which is something that I deal with and and coach on as a life coach, as a uh, relationship um, therapist in that sense, one of the things to actually look out for is something that's very important to us all which is the fact of finding someone in this partnership right when you're manifesting out there in the universe kind of just keeping the thought process going along in a good thoughtful train is it someone that you can count on right and this is going to be a crucial focal point again as kind of a coming to Jesus moment as it's going to hit you with someone that you can count on at the end of the day that's really always gonna be ourselves. One of the biggest things that I focus on in any of my one-on-one sessions with my clients is the fact that no matter what, finding a partner sure that you can count on, finding a partner that you love, that you know that you can enjoy, someone that you spend time with, he, she, otherwise, or anything else in between. The point is is that when you really realize what you actually genuinely do have is your life, your thoughts, your heart, your goals and dreams, you need to have that self-reliance, that self-reliability to be able to learn to count on yourself. See, in life, we, we progress between through crucial stages, and I want this to be something as a takeaway for anyone that's actually getting a chance to listen in, is the fact that we go through three phases in life. When we're young, as tiny little babies, we reach up towards our figures of parental or however that is set up in, in our worlds. And we look innocently upon them and we are completely dependent upon all those that are around us. Completely.
1: Brand new to the world. Need help. Need food. Need
0: assistance going to bed. All the other things that kids need as well. And they're completely dependent upon us. As we grow up, And we go through some stages of maturity. We get to our adolescent years, and teenager years are filled with a lot of rebellion and a lot of different things. And the reason why that is, because even as Carl Jung would actually resonate with saying, and same with uh, the famous Wayne Dyer, late as well, um, God rest him, is the fact that we go through a phase of independence. That's why there's that rebellion innate in all of us in that teenager year, where we go from being dependent. To fighting for our independence there's a crucial third phase that most individuals never actually matriculate into and throughout the rest of our lives we actually kind of bounce back between the first two quite a bit we've all heard the stories or seen or know of someone and someone to know somebody who might be in their late 50s 60s 40s who still act incredibly in that independent phase or in that completely dependent phase sometimes we never grow out of it. It's called arrested development for a reason. The developmental cycle, for some reason, has had an impasse that is now actually holding that person back and it's maybe one of their blind spots. It could be something that was traumatic from an early childhood, could have been something that took place later on in life, but whatever it is, it isn't allowing them to actually move forward. And these are the types of coaching sessions and conversations that you'll have whenever you work with me in the fact that we'll really dig down deep and figure out what that is and we'll start unpacking that together in a safe space and we'll figure out exactly what the circumstances were and the surrounding moments and things that were taking place in that part in time in your world and we'll really dig on that to really you know bring it to the surface and and uh, and start working on that together because it's a third and final phase that does matter it's very crucial that where you go from being dependent completely dependent upon others for your life your sustenance your happiness your food your shelter into this idea that you want to fight for your independence that you're no longer in a position of being dependent so you want to be independent there's a crucial phase in the maturity when you understand that someone has actually matriculated into their quote-unquote final form in that regard and that's when they become someone who is dependable and that is the example that we all know for a fact that when you can say something about someone else and say that person is someone you could depend on. That person. They're always there. They're reliable. You can rely on them. They are structured. They are through and through. And that's the mark of maturity. So you go all the way from being dependent all the way to being dependable. And that's a huge mindset jump. Those are the three steps. Right? So.
1: Completely. Dependent
0: to independent, then all the way to maturing to being dependable. These are the life paths that we choose for ourselves. And we might meet one another on the road of our development and our life journeys in any shape and form, capacity. And it's okay with wherever you're at. It's fine if you're still in the independent phase, or if if there's still parts that are literally still in the dependent phase. There's nothing wrong with these. There's no judgment, safe space. It's the fact that literally it's just an acknowledgement. It's an awareness of us finding ourselves in these positions. And when we do find ourselves in these positions, then we become capable of being able to take the next step. Right, if it isn't your own awareness, then we never have the ability to actually grow. So once it's brought to your awareness, it's 100% guaranteed that it's going to change, no matter what it is you have to become aware of it first. That's the whole entire step to growth. That's the whole entire beginning of the phase of the change. And life is always an ebb and flow. Nothing is ever stuck in one way or the other, all the way back to the ancient Socrates and Plato and philosophers of ancient Greece. Everything is always in the stage of becoming. Nothing ever is, capital I, capital S. Nothing ever is as it is. It's always in the flux of. If you were to say that even right now is right now, it really is, well, it's gone. The second that it is, the second that it became, whatever time it is when you're listening to this, wherever you are in the world, the second that that is, even if it's one thirty a.m. in the morning, and thirty-three seconds, if you had a little second counter, the second that it was one thirty a.m. and thirty seconds, it's exactly one thirty a.m. and thirty-one seconds, a second later. So nothing ever is; everything's always in the, literally, in the process of becoming something else. A man can never stand in two rivers at the same time and if if he could then the ability to not be able to stand in the same river twice is also the fact right I mean these are ancient philosophies and spiritual wisdom teachings that are actually still true to this very day forever humans are humans it's just the way that it is so as we go and grow we go through these phases and these three main ones is what really takes place And it all comes with the fact of literally changing our mindset and our perceptions and our projections of things. As we even think about what we look at in life and how we look at it, the things that we want to grow through, the things that we want to grow into, and the goals that we want to have, dealing with circling back to manifestations and so on and so forth, and changing our mindsets on these. Life, in and of itself, is a humbling, humbling experience. It's a magnificent journey filled with many ups and downs and challenges and struggles and parts of beauty and relaxation from all the cornucopia of experiences that you could ever imagine. And the truth of it is, is that when you come into this universe, you're going to be subjected to so many different types of things. And it's just the way that it is. It's just the way that it is. And it's a beautiful thing in that sense because if you wanted to really think about this and use an analogy take a step back humble yourself and save space and think about it this way that when you come into this life if say for instance do you like hot summers or you like cold winters or you're someone who loves the fall or you're someone that loves the spring whichever one it is whichever one it is that you you actually genuinely enjoy be humble and think about it this way do you remember a time before creation that you got a chance to come down and say I'll take five winters two falls seven summers and all the rest are springs. Do you remember getting a chance at saying that to anybody on this side of the, the universe or on the other spiritual side? The answer is no. We come into this life and we deal with the seasons as they come. Fall always follows summer and winter always follows fall. And if the universe wanted to ever choose any other better place to put spring, it comes right after winter. The universe is a genius. The universe is an absolute genius. It knows exactly what it's doing, and it works in perfect synchronicity. And there's harmony in that. Even though there's drastic change from summer to winter, there's a transitional period that takes place in these whole entire natural points in the seasons. So just think about that in a sense of how humbling that is to understand that's exactly what takes place for us even though drastic change takes place for us, there are these natural progressions in the seasons of our lives. You might be in the summer of your life. You might be in the winter of your life right now. Perhaps you're experiencing a fall right now. Perhaps you are in the spring, in the bloom of success from all the labors that you put forward. And you are reaping what you have sown. And that's
1: a blessing. Wherever you are, understand
0: That prosperity will always follow a recession. Just how it goes. Life has ebbs and flows and ups and downs, and there's a perfect balance to it all. So wherever you find yourself, keep the mindset positive to allow these manifestations that you are asking for, for health and wealth and success, even for yourself and for your loved ones, to always be able to matriculate into your own life. It matters more than anything else. Mindset is literally the key to it all. And again, as another example, when we really take a step back and humble ourselves, anything that is even going on this computer, this phone, this iPad, whatever you're watching this on, at one point in time, it existed in someone's imagination. There was an image inside their mind about what the iPhone, what the phone, the Nextel, the whatever phone you have, the Motorola actually should have looked like. There was a plan inside their thoughts, inside their mind of how to design it, how the screen would function, how the features would work. Long before that person ever went to the job, sat down at a desk, drew it out, someone took the actual drawing and the schematics and took it to someone who was going to design it and a research an engineer team, actually went ahead and started making the prototypes. The prototypes eventually finally went to the manufacturer, someone approved it, and then they made it and now it's here inside your hand while you're listening to this or watching this. It started in the invisible realm in the mind. The mind is where everything is and if you can get in tune with some of the messages that are here and the concepts that we're talking about today it's all relative to the idea about mastering the mindset and that will literally start shaping your material world around you that's the key if there's a takeaway to have in today's talk master the mindset and that will radically shape your material
1: Life. It's going to let that sit there,
0: let that seed be planted, let that ruminate, and you can water that as you go along. So, to understand, as we move into the next kind of gradation of um, our talk here today, as we're diving a little bit deeper in that sense, we're definitely in the deep end of the pool today. We're not starting off in the uh, in the shallow end. I wanted to make sure that uh, today we covered some good topics, so there was some. Good nuggets to take home and to uh to think about and let it marinate in there is the fact that when we are now utilizing the power of our mindset it is a superpower again if you found this content and you're here it's not by accident there is something in your universe that you have called out in the sense of understanding that you were seeking and searching for somewhere to find palatable chewable lessons that are going to be able to be utilized in your life and one of them is the idea about the power of judgment and i want this to be a humbling aspect in that truest sense Um, the real reason why is because judgment is a powerful tool in the sense of understanding what we don't want in our lives is in its classification terminology a judgment saying i don't want this in my life I don't want that in my life, that kind of person in my life when we're, quote unquote, setting up boundaries. We are making a judgmental line, right, of if any of that gets onto this side of the boundary, I don't want that. So say space, we're using the actual term in a loving sense and in the correct judiciary kind of way. That we want to make sure that we're not doing that harshly, Right? in the previous conversation during the discussion with the amazing Lulu Lee we had actually brought up the actual real truth of the fact that everyone in this whole entire world especially those that we end up engaging with in this life just think about that for a second too take a take a 10 step breather back really quick before we dive into this and understand how many there's 8 billion people on this planet we must drive by a couple thousand hundred of them every single day when you walk in the mall When you go to the beach, when you're walking out in public, hundreds, dozens of people every single day, we never interact with them. Some of them just stand out as background noise. They're just there kind of in the background of the painting of our lives. They're in the auxiliary. They're on the sidelines. There's only a few people that really kind of come into focus and stand out. Certainly even fewer that end up becoming long-lasting, incredible, vibrational connectivity relationships with that's rare. And that really does matter in the sense that those individuals even stand out to us that way. That's for a purpose. That's, that's not by accident. The universe doesn't have any accidents. There are no coincidences. So again, if you are here, then it's definitely for a reason. You're looking for a way to understand you and your life and your present awareness and your growth journey. And that's why you're here. These messages are for Everyone, and in that regard, this is a spot in time to really find ourselves and hone ourselves into understanding ourselves on a deeper level. So, as we're looking for those boundaries now, taking a step forward back into it, is to understand that we're really setting up some parameters, perimeters around ourselves as boundaries, as protection shields, and so on and so forth. So, understand that I want to explain this concept about the three P's of judgment. <clears throat> this is one to remember that it's a philosophy of three to one rule. We've all heard that, you know, these things work and three to one means who's ever on the one side, they lose, right? One to three can't win. So if you point the finger, right? And of course, if you can't actually see me on the podcast, then just do it yourself right now and actually hold one finger out and do the classic pointing. What it's going to do is reveal that there's three fingers and one pointing the other direction. The other three are not inconsequential. They're actually genuinely pointing back at you. This is a three to one ratio. When we judge others and cast aspersions upon them. Again, like the message from before with Lululi. Everyone is a mirror of us. What we're doing is we're actually losing three to one. There's never any reason to judge someone else in a negative, harmful sense, because what we see in them is what we see in us. What they are and what they're not. The only reason why we have the perception and the perceptibility to be able to perceive what they are or not is because it's something that we understand. We see it because we either see a lack of it or we see it in ourselves. And this is a humbling thing. So there's another three fingers that are coming back at us. These are the three P's one is perception, one is projection, and the last one is protection. And why we actually point the finger at others, it matters. As we didn't get into the conversation last time with Lulu, is that we do this for these three reasons. We judge others in that sense, in a loving sense. Again, this is all just in the fact of how we would work through this if we were on a call together in a life coaching session. We do it as a defense mechanism, we do it as a perception that we're trying to keep in our minds about ourselves or our perceptions that we have about ourselves and others and our relationship to that. We do it as a projection to somehow assert ourselves out there as something to the world that we want to pr- have us be perceived as in that projection portion, because the, proge- the projection is legitimately a wall, a defense, a boundary. Right back to the boundaries. It all ties back in, in this sense. This is why this is a lesson of mindset, because if we're going to be setting boundaries and so on and so forth, it matters on how we do this and why we do this. Because our intentions have to be in a pure sense. The goal, the heartfelt why I'm doing this has to be in line, in alignment with where we're actually coming from. Otherwise, even all the best plans can be a golden path to somewhere negative. And the last one is, of course, protection. And they're all three variations of protecting the self. The mind is a beautiful thing, even with the ego or even with the... Um, ability of feeling somehow less than, right? When we're insecure, the mind is setting up parameters within the brain. This is all the way back to Carl Jung or any type of Freudian psychology as well, but it's setting up defense mechanisms so that we can actually function better, that the mind is remembering a time in which that's how the brain works because it has neurons and so on and so forth and they're firing in sequential order that when you went and got in the car, X, Y, or Z happened. The brain remembered that and then comes up with a precaution about the idea of how you reacted in that sense. And now it wants to set up certain parameters and protections in that regard that we call now so colloquially wise triggers in that regard. And then it makes you want to do something because the brain wants you to function. It's actually trying to help you. It really is setting up defense mechanisms. However, taking 20 steps back, that's where we also have our blind spots. Even though it's being done because it was protecting us, if that stimuli is no longer actually affecting us in that same way, then now it's on us to actually unpack that, to find the root cause of it, to dismantle that lovingly, and to accept where it was and how that was, how it was created, where it was created inside of us, and let it go so that we can now move forward. Because in the arrested development, circling back all to the beginning of this conversation, where we're at with our being completely dependent or fighting for our independence and just rejecting the idea about becoming dependable
1: and someone that can be depended upon.
0: We're holding ourselves back from that last evolutionary step in that third category. There's the third way, and that's the way to go. There's something that's holding us back, and it's all related to this protection, projection, perception and it's being done through our judgments every single moment of every single day we are literally making judgment calls of course there are every single morning that you actually get up and get dressed you made a judgment on whether or not you were going to wear the pants the khakis the slacks the dress the shoes the high heels your hair up your hair down the makeup what color your nails does it match all these other types of things your pants your slacks your jacket or not quote unquote judgments these are judgments that we're making the brain is always processing data just a loving thing to accept and a safe space to understand this is just a fact so as we actually unpack and learn more about how that judgment process is done it allows us again just like i had said before once now we're made aware of it now we can change it if it was in your blind spot and you weren't aware of this before well then you were unaware that you even needed to be altered or adjusted or changed But if you didn't know that the smoke alarm was going off inside the house, then you would have never known that there was actually a fire that was smoldering somewhere up in the attic. So the awareness alarm system inside of us is nothing also to ever think that it isn't also just perfectly working the way that it's supposed to. It's just the fact that if the smoke alarm is going off, you need now to go throughout the house and find out where the smoke is. Because if you don't, the house might burn down. And this is the risk that obviously is up always, when there is a trigger, you want to go find the root cause of it. So finding a trigger is fantastic. The idea of even running away from triggers or something else to that effect, or having things that bother us, legitimately say space, that's an unhealthy mindset. We must embrace the fact that if something comes up, that that's a beautiful thing to understand that now I have the knowledge to go in there and deep dive inwardly, address it, love it, make sense of it, and perhaps unpack it perhaps get rid of it keep some parts let go of others that are no longer serving us it's a fantastic healthy process and of course again as life coaches this is what we do on a daily basis this is literally the process of figuring out the root causes of these traumas triggers things that come up in our lives and then we unpack them and we politely let them go and lovingly accept that that's where we were at that particular stage in time in our lives And we no longer need these things because don't forget the fundamental point about healing in a mindset
1: is that the people that we become, I'm going to say this and it's going to matter. So please pay attention.
0: The people that we become in order to survive the things that we had to go through when we're done going through that trauma, It's not just to let go of the past, it's
1: also to let go of the person that we became
0: when we had to go through that. And the reason why that's pivotal is because it's like someone who went and fought a war in the ancient days and they came back and they're still literally living like it's war every single day. It's no longer serving them. They're trying to live a nice, quiet, civilian life and they still think that every single morning is war it's unhealthy it it hurts in that regard and it doesn't allow them to live a full life anymore and ask anyone that's ever been through something to that effect ptsd and so on and so forth anyone that's ever served the country in any capacity around the world and whatever armed forces so on and so forth it's a lot to bear it's a lot of pressure they wish that they can let it go I do counsel a few people that have actually had the honor of being able to serve, and it's quite the thing. They still civilly, literally live inside their mind, thinking Mm -hmm. about the world in those types of terms. It's challenging, and they wish for anything more, to be able to let that go and live in peace. So as us civilians, as us amazing human beings down here collectively in this growth, healing journey. We all
1: seek peace and inner healing as well. and that's the truth.
0: So we need to figure out ways to give ourselves that. right? We've got to figure out how to deal with the seasons and how to be different between the winters and the summers and the falls and to see life in a blessing for ourselves versus something that's being done to us. We have to look at life as something that's being done for us. As a life coach and also a personal trainer as well, someone that coaches the physical body and the mind, understanding that your personal trainer, when you show up to the gym, has a whole bunch of wonderful workouts that are going to bring you beautiful torture, right? That are going to work you out and make you stronger. And see, life is the same way when you think about it. It's setting you up with challenges. It's setting you up for success to make you stronger. It's setting up opportunities for you to be able to learn how to hit that home run, to be able to run faster into the end zone, to even make that touchdown. we oftentimes simply need a loving reminder and adjustment in the way in which we're viewing our lives and looking at the perception and the direction of our lives. And then, the focus of the camera comes in clear, and all of a sudden it all makes sense. Same exact lesson, same exact thing. though for some reason the frequency of the actual intuition comes into focus, and now all of a sudden it makes clarity take place inside of our minds. And where we once had foggy confusion, we now have a
1: powerful. Outlook on why we're here to do what we're doing and what it is that we're here to do.
0: So in that process, we understand that as we're growing through things in a relationship sense, to kind of tie this all in into a relatable way in which we're thinking about how we go about our love life as well, is the fact that some of the principles in these things... Obviously, of course, because we're all working on these things. Take a step back. None of us have all the answers, least of all myself. We mentioned this on the call last time with Lulu as well. Humbly, no one has all the answers. There is no perfection here. Not from me, not from anybody. We're all figuring this out. If we were perfect, if there was anyone that was, we'd be somewhere else. The universe would take us to another realm where perfection is somehow closer and easier to be achieved. In the meantime, we're all humbly working on things down here, working our best towards being our best selves. And that's about as close as perfection as any of us can ever achieve. That's humble. That's loving. That's authentic. That's genuine. That's true. And one of the best ways to be authentic and loving and true with our partners while we're all going through this healing journey, because we're definitely going to meet people friends, relationship, loved ones, co-workers, and so on and so forth. Adopting the mindset of being able to see people lovingly, to be able to give them the
1: benefit of the doubt, and to trust, not others,
0: but to trust that no matter what happens, you'll be okay, come what may, that's a superpower that I wish that all of us
1: come to achieve. In this lifetime, knowing that you're going to be all right, that no matter what, you'll get through this, whatever may come.
0: That's where true strength lies. That's where your courage really is. That's the truest form of understanding where your bravery is and your authentic true self. And with that kind of mindset, you'll draw into your life. Some of the greatest experiences, some of the greatest friendships, some of the greatest loves that you'll ever, ever be able to even share stories about, an experience for yourself on a regular basis. The ability to manifest is all from the mindset. Remember, like we said, how this laptop, how this computer, how this iPad, whatever you're watching this on, started in someone's. It started there first. Then it went to the drawing board, went to the rough draft. Then it went to a tech IT team. They made a prototype. The prototype took it to an engineer. The engineer took it from there. And then they took it onto the assembly line, went to the mass production, got on a truck, went to a store. You saw a commercial. You picked it up. You bought it. Here you are listening to this. Started in the mind. So the mindset is most crucial. So having a mindset that literally looks out on the world and says, you can be all right you will be all right no matter what comes come what may powerful stuff especially when you're going to be in a healthy loving relationship with yourself and certainly what invites healthy loving relationships with others and one of the greatest forms of being able to show someone else that you love them is to let
1: them know that they are seen truly seen and let them know that they are heard
0: truly and authentically heard that anything that you see or hear from them is brought in without judgment and it's seen from a perspective that says i love you and i know that you're going through this now of course you can still make at the end of the day the decision based on all the accumulated data To not go with that person to choose to go a different route that maybe it's not in alignment that maybe you're not on the same frequency that maybe it's not a synchronicity the point is though is to do it with love because what it is is a self realization everyone's a mirror the finger points there's three coming back at you perception projection and protection so if you see someone you understand that they're going through their own World changes and growth, whether or not they're being dependent, independent, or they're working towards becoming dependable.
1: You don't know where they're at on their journey until you ask.
0: So that's going to allow you to understand that they can be heard. You don't know where they are in their journey unless you allow them to show you their authentic, genuine, true self. And that in turn
1: allows them. To be seen, truly seen by you.
0: Which is one of the highest desires in human beings anyways, is to truly be heard and truly be seen. Remember when we were children? If you look at children today, your nieces, your nephews, and maybe you have the blessing of children of your own in your life, they love to be seen. They love to be heard. If one of them is nearly potty trained, they'll go into the other room And bring out their potty just to show you. Hopefully, this is an image that makes you smile and maybe giggle. They're so excited for you to be proud of them. They're thrilled to show you. Look what I can do. Mom, dad, aunt, uncle, niece, nephew, cousin, friend, stranger, even. Kids will be, as we all know, quite theatrical. Go to a theme park like Disneyland or Disney World or Universal Studios or go to the mall or go to a restaurant and see how kids will just. Play and get out of their own booths with their own parents and run over to your table and dance and prance or sing you a song or, you know, make a funny face just to make you smile. Like kids, this is innate. They're so pure. Children legitimately actually give a lot of insight into all of us as human beings. Everything else later on in life is learned. These traits of stress and depression and ups and downs and things like this. Children come into this world, we all did at one point in time, pure understanding that love and light is accepting and enjoying one another's company is just the most authentic thing the most natural thing that we ever want to do things later on is what we end up learning upon we learn all these interesting bad habits so to quote you know something like yoda is that we must unlearn what we have learned it's true there's a lot of life that is actually let's make a conservative projection here 88 percent of unlearning what we've learned And maybe that other 22% is a fact of learning how to read, write, eat, sleep, take care of ourselves, have a job, some sort of a skill set. Those are all the functional things. And all the rest of it is literally just almost completely irrelevant to our lives. But that's the kind of stuff that we take into consideration that is absolutely the paramount pinnacle of our lives that we end up putting towards the fact of, this is what matters. And it's interesting and it's humbling when we see such pureness out of children. It reminds us back to that dependent stage to tie this all back in where we trusted the world around us. And see, mistrust is something then that we learn later on, sometimes at a very young age, even for myself speaking, taking a hundred steps back in that sense. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know my story. And eventually probably here on the podcast, it'll come up, but Raised in Obscurity, had a very tumultuous upbringing. And it's a choice later on to choose to think that because of that, then that's who you have to be versus the idea that because of what had happened to you, you can choose to be whoever you wanna be. And to use that as an analogy, there's a beautiful statement and there's a story about the fact of, and this is of course just an analogy, that there was a man who had two twin sons. And the man who had these twin sons who raised these boys on his own was a terrible drunk and an abusive father. And they did a study years later on the two brothers. And one of them that they interviewed was a terrible drunk and an abusive person. And they interviewed him and said, why did you turn out this way? To paraphrase the entire research study. He said, well, because I was raised by an abusive, terrible drunk. And that's why. So they tracked down the other brother, and they did the same interview, and they asked the simple question, to paraphrase all this again, to keep it simple. He turned out to be a very great success. Captain of industry, had a great career, hard worker, clean, never touched a drink, loved his life, had a great family, was a great human being overall. And they asked him, why are you this way?
1: I said, because my father was a drunk and abusive
0: and I never wanted to be that way. So it really is in the set of the sails in this life. You can't come down here and say, I want 16 summers, no winters, two falls, and all the rest are springs. It doesn't work that way. You come down here into the universe and you do with what you can, with what you were given. I mean, maybe when you get a chance to make your own universe, you can create it the way you want to. You can make all the rules and you can set it up to where it's always spring or always summer, whichever season you like most. But in the meantime, while we're all here, imperfect, working towards being our best versions of ourselves, never competing with another, but certainly wanting to become the better versions of ourselves, always in competition with ourselves from the day before, trying to be better than ourselves yesterday, the week before, the month before that, the year before that. Always growing, trying to be a better version of ourselves. We never want to be 10 years down the road and said, you know, 10 years ago, they were fantastic. You should have seen them then instead of now where it's like, well, yeah, 10 years ago was good, but you should see them now. See her now. See them now. See, they've grown. They've been working on themselves. They've been putting that work in. They've been humbling themselves. They've become the better version of themselves it could have ever been. They never, they never slack. They're never given up. They're always working hard on themselves more than anything else. And that's where true growth is. And that's all about mindset. It's truly where we are. So remember that some of the key takeaways from today, and I hope that a lot of this message resonates with you and it lands well on mindset and assists you in some of the growth of where you might be at. Again, if you have found this channel and you have landed here, either on the podcast or whether or not you're getting a chance to tune into this on the YouTube and see this live, Or in the recording in the future, at whatever point in time that this is gonna be finding you in your journey, then know that it happened for a reason. There are no coincidences throughout this entire universe. Everything has a purpose. And if maybe this is just where you are in your journey right now, then it's beautiful. And of course, welcome. Self growth is a superpower, and it is genuinely where you will find your genuine path towards happiness. And I'm happy to be a part of it with you. And I'm honored that you are here getting a chance to listen. So I want to thank you. Please uh, take a look into the Instagram. If you're looking for coaching as well, then please uh, look down in the links down below. Reach out to me, maybe schedule a call. If we're a great fit, uh, then I look forward to being someone that can be a guide for you. Other than that, just stay tuned for more free content um, here on the podcast on the YouTube channel. And again, there'll be merch um, with the shirts. Again, uh, soon here in the future to be able to uh, support the channel if you'd like to. We're a, a humble grass movements kind of a thing. We're just, we're just doing this. This is just a blessing to be a part of this. So I want to thank you all for being here. And again, this is the uh, second episode of Rough Sketch to Final Drafts. Today we talked about mindset, and I hope that there were some good things that you get a chance to take away. So to all you beautiful people out there in the universe, uh, thank you for tuning in.
1: Love you. Cheers.